All right, all right, all right. Welcome to We Are Something Else, episode 84, Mood Forever. And tonight we are picking up our Black Business Series. And our special guest tonight is Miss Ebony Monique of Face to Face by Ebony Monique. Welcome, Hello. welcome, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. So Ebony's going to be joining us Thank tonight. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. No problem. She's going to be joining us tonight uh, talking about her business. We'll wait and find out what that is. Um, before we get to that, uh, fellas, what's good? Superfly. Yo, man. Peace to everybody tonight. Uh, you know, we we here. I'm alive. I'm well. You know, not sick. Uh, so I'm going to take that. You know, as a W, and we're just gonna keep pushing. You know what I'm saying? Here we go. E was good. Man, you know, another rough week of work, bro. So, uh, you know, happy to be on here on Thursday to kind of pass the time, and you know, just happy to be uh, to make it to another Thursday for sure. TV. Hey, man. Um, I'm good. One of those things where I'm ready for uh, the weekend. Um, I even had off work on Monday and it still feels like the week's been a long ass week. So, you know, I'm ready for the weekend, ready for, uh, you know, just some relaxation time, really. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Um, seems like we were just here, right? And, um, my man, uh, Vaughn was, uh, doing a show from the bathroom. <laughs> it seems like just yesterday, right? Just um, yesterday. <laughs> but if you're joining us tonight. Uh, we have Miss Ebony Monique, uh, Face to Face by Ebony Monique. She'll be sitting in with us. So chime in with all your questions, all your comments. Uh, let's have some fun. So let's let's get this thing right. My touch. All right, fellas. Let's wrap. He said, oh, I, I see the comments today. I haven't, I haven't put them up there quite yet. All right, let's go. Let's do, okay, let's do that. Yo, Nate, what's up, man? It's been a minute. What's up, B? <laughs> yeah, we're on the right track. We're on the right track. We're on the right track. All right, so let's uh let's start right here, y'all. Let's start right here. Um boy was I wrong. That was way off. Uh I think majority of us are way off about this one too. Um didn't see that one coming. Anything. It's the first time I think Mahomes has been held scoreless in was this is this entire professional career. Yeah. He's been in the NFL. I think it's the first time he's lost by more than like a score since college, too. So it's like crazy. My goodness. Did y'all uh, know O line was that beat up? I felt yeah, like I that knew, was just that sudden. I felt like it was just sudden. Like I knew he had <laughs> lost. Uh, his starters, and they they were saying that if they don't blitz him, he should win the game. But if if Kyle Bowles puts up a pack a, a blitz package for him, it's going to be trouble because those guys are key components on that line for him. And you see how much he missed them. He's running for his life the whole game. Yeah, I, they weren't even blitzing that much. I just saw a lot of line, but the, the, that that D line was giving them that mu- that work for real. Tough, tough. Hey. Hey, look, you know me. I'm a I'm a defensive guy, so I you know I loved it from that perspective. Cause uh, what's my man's name? Um, was it uh, 
uh, 45 for, for the Bucks. I really felt like he should have won the MVP. You know what I mean? Because the way that he was, uh, you know, calling calling the defense, the way he was stalking Mahomes, like, you know, the whole night. He held Kels down pretty much the whole game. Yeah. The little, you know, the little kind of extra extra time in the fourth quarter. But if you look at it, he was he was, that was key to the game for real. Yeah. So uh, I, I enjoyed it from the standpoint of just it was a, it was a chess match. It wasn't supposed to be, you know, what everybody wanted, which, you know, a whole lot of score. And I, I feel like the chess matches are the good, the good ones to learn from. Right. Right. Um, I mean, we'll have this conversation later because it's going to be a, a whole show thing wrapped around Brady being the GOAT. At this point, do you think he's the greatest football player to ever play the game? He's the most accomplished. That's the yeah, word I'll, I'll give him that. Yeah. And he's not the greatest That part is self-evident, but <laughs> football is too much of a team sport to me to, to give that uh, award to Brady in the way that he's won. Like, there's other players I feel like that have had more of an impact uh from a from a singular point of view you know what i'm saying right i'm with okay. that okay all right y'all uh, and whatever he said whatever he said. <laughs> oh, i love that hey welcome welcome there you go. I'm, just, I'm not i'm not a huge i'm not a huge that's okay that's okay that's okay that's okay look I, that's okay i didn't even watch the super bowl Hey, <laughs> we gonna be real lost in about fifteen minutes. Don't worry, you you gonna be you gonna be <laughs> running the show. From what I okay. was told, I didn't miss very much anyway. Nah, no, not didn't. if you're so, me, yeah, not if you're a Tom Brady fan. That was it was what I everybody wants to watch. Much, so I'm okay. With no, that. <laughs> good. Um, this next story right here. I don't know if you guys have followed the story of um, Officer Clyde Kerr the third. Have you heard much about this one, fellas? I'm not familiar. Okay. So, uh, Officer Kerr is uh, he's a, in Louisiana. He was a Louisiana police officer. Um, and actually served in the military, too. But, uh, like, the last... He he made a manifesto, pretty much, right? So, let, let's get to the end, the end point. Uh, he committed suicide on his last day out front of the police station. But the the video, he left two videos. Uh, and he was just saying that he couldn't take, you know, the how the system was broken as a police officer. Mind you, at this point, he's a resource officer, so he's working with kids. So he's loving what he's doing. But he couldn't take, um, like, the injustice that was going on, all of the just... The way the, the cops were getting away with everything, right? He was he was starting to see that system was meant to favor the cops and it was broken on the other side. And I guess at some point he decided that giving up his life would see would would be for the cause and people would spotlight this story. I'm probably getting a little bit of wrong, but I mean it's mostly if you watch the video, this is mostly what he's saying. Like he at some point said that he figured out that the only way that to, to be heard was suicide. And look, he had two sons. I'm not sure if he was married or anything, but he definitely had two sons. I saw that. But it's just, I mean, and he said he was thinking in his right mind. Like he said, he, he wasn't suffering. He, his last psyche valve, he passed. 
He wasn't suffering or anything, but he just felt that that was the way to bring spotlight to injustice, like Breonna Taylor's murder, George Floyd's murder. He said that was the way out. That was the way to to get this thing solved. And so I'm I'm a little confused. Before I get my comments, I'll let, let you guys, Ebony, if you want to comment, uh, if you heard about the story or just what I've just said thus far. Yeah, I I heard... I did watch one of his videos. I think it's a really sad situation. Um, I, I can't understand why he thought that taking his life would bring more awareness to what's going on. I think, of course, taking your life never solved the problem. I think him being more present and active would have been a better option, but he had his reasons. It, it's a sad situation, but I think there's other things that could have been going on other than just what's happening in the police system. You still have to think about COVID and, you know, being locked in the house and people just aren't the same anymore. I, I don't think any of us are the same anymore since the pandemic has started on top of everything else with the Black Lives Matter movement and you know, innocent lives taken by police officers, and you know, we're—I don't know where all of you are located, but as a Washingtonian, you know, all my life I lived in D.C. I've never seen the Capitol uh, bombarded the way it has been. And working in D.C., it, it just gives you an eerie feeling once you step into the area. So it could have been of things that caused him to take his life. But it's a sad situation, especially as a parent. I can't imagine what his family is going through and leaving two boys behind. It, it, this, this year and last year has been tragic. Absolutely. Really sad. Absolutely. You know, shout out to our previous guests. Uh, we've had like a, a an episode on mental health and you know, that's like the number one thing is just kind of reach out for help um, and, you know, yeah. talk to somebody when you feel like you're at the end of the line. You know, I think that's the most you could kind of say at this time, at least for me. Um, yeah, it's just tragic, though. And the thing is, I didn't get to national news from what I what I was seeing. I, I saw I saw it on Instagram as a as a pop up. And then I saw like maybe like a, a background kind of thing uh, on YouTube about it, and so it's just. I mean, he was he was. If you think about it, he was in the right position to say something. Like if if that's not the path yeah. that you wanted, I mean, you saw I and mean, you you were in it. Like so, come you know, come out of you know, come out of the police state, you know, being a police officer. And you have a platform, like you know, you can testify firsthand about mm -hmm. the things you've seen. Um, and I, you know, again, it, it's just me speculating on what what should have, what it could have. But you know, I guess to us, it seems like there's there's another way, another solution, you know, to this. And then, but you know, you, at that, you know, if you watch the videos, I don't know if you want to watch it or not. I mean, it's just him talking. You know, you don't nothing happens on the videos. It's just him talking about. You know, he's made his mind up. He's, you know, this is what he has to be done. And he even mentions at some point, you know, he's like, I'm 43 now and, you know, I'll be 44. And then he pauses and says, well, you know, I don't, that that's not going to happen. And then it's, wow, like, 
seems like you got a good head on the shoulders and it's just it, it yeah. could have been another way. It's, it's, it's sad. It's sad. Um I think it, he could if had he continued to live, he could have used his voice as a platform and probably turned in those officers that were abusing their rights to you know, fix the system. Help fix the system instead of taking Please. your life. I think he'd have been more active living and losing his life. Unfortunately, um, this story probably won't go much further, much longer, and then it'll continue to happen. Police brutality will continue. It's sad to say, but it's going to be around until someone do something about it. And as a mother with a son and five brothers, I, I fear for them. I even fear for myself yeah. because it's not just yeah. happening to men. As you can see, now women have become just as vulnerable as men. Yep, yep. And he seemed like one of the good ones, you know, and he, he just, those are the ones that you don't need. You don't need to lose, lose any of them. But those are the ones for sure that if you got, if you see what's going on, see something, say something, right? But you know, yeah, um, exactly. you know, thoughts and prayers to his family. Um, so uh, this this next one is a is a real sticky situation, but you know we're, we're going to get through this one too. So here we go. So um, we really Jessica, watch this. Jessica, we look and look. I, I figured we after that story because I wanted to spotlight the officer. And I figured after that we had to come up out of it with some kind of lightheartedness. I mean, so there's there's a lot of opinions going on right now. So let me give the backstory. So those who are watching who don't know, Tessica Brown, I believe, um, she was on TikTok and she gave a confession, confessional or whatever that she ran out of, I guess, um, hold spray for her hair. Got, uh, got so to be. She, got to be. Yeah. Got to be. It's she the ran out of got to be. Spray to slick your hair down. <laughs> and and then from there, she had the bright idea of picking up the gorilla glue adhesive spray. After after reading the back of it, supposedly saying that you know it's not for skin, you know don't get in your system, whatever, but didn't say nothing about hair. So now. I don't want to seem insensitive to the subject because I mean, there's a lot of there's, there's some comedy in here, but then there's also like, really, what what are you what were you thinking? I'll go around. I'll get everybody's opinion about the story before, you know, we'll we'll, we'll move on. Uh, where do we start? Who do we start with? Are we going to start with the one woman on this? Yes. Yeah. You know what? Yes. 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 You want to set? Please the tone. direct us okay. in the right direction right. before we say something wrong. <laughs> So let me say this. At the beginning of this pandemic, I was in the house for three months. I did literally nothing to myself. Not once did I think to go and get any type of glue for my hair. I mean, come on. I, I've done thousands of home projects in my house. Not once would I ever think to go and get Gorilla Glue Elmer's glue or anything else to put on my hair. I think it's ridiculous. I think she is some type of mental breakdown, did touch bases on mental illness. 
if it's absurd to think that she would even think about suing Gorilla Glue. I really want to know if she got that spray can of Gorilla Glue because I've never seen that in Lowe's or Home Depot. So if she could share that, I really would like to know because I do a lot of uh, art projects and I need that. <laughs> but not for my hair. I say get a bonnet on next time and go about your day like everyone else. Don't don't put Gorilla Glue in your hair. It's, it's ridiculous. I mean, you would think at some point you know, that, that would but be I'm common happy, sense, I'm, right? I'm happy to know that she got that. Exactly. I'm happy to know she got the ponytail off, though. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's it's a it's a five minutes of fame thing. Um, but for the wrong, like, I don't know, but then she has a lot of supporters. People are, are sympathetic to this situation. And I just, at a certain point, you got to know right from wrong, right? Uh, fellas. Can I ask a question? Did she like, did she post, yo, I can't get my hair together. I might try Gorilla Glue and then post the after effects. Or did she put Gorilla Glue in her hair and then jump on social media? Do you know like the order? Uh, she from, had already had from what I saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from what I saw, she posted the video a month after the hair was already in place, and she put she tried multiple times to wash it out, and she could not get it out of her hair, and that's when I guess she panicked and tried to figure out what she could do to get it out, and she turned to the public for help a month later. It, it makes no sense to me, honestly. I'm sorry. I have some horrible, Yeah, my horrible empathy about to go away. It's that, slowly. That has never been an option away. for me. I'm sorry. It has never People. been an option. Or thought. Or thought. Right. <laughs> never go to social media for help. Like, <laughs> for real help. Okay? <laughs> Get some friends in your Sorry. life. <laughs> like, you take one thing some away from this friends. show. Right. Some real, get some real friends. I, I, I hold her friends accountable for this disaster that happened. A sister, yeah. sister her mom, someone has to take responsibility for her hair. It, we can't put it all on her. <laughs> I had a friend use super glue on her dentures. Seriously, she got sick. <laughs> like, like for real. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna waste a lot of energy on this because I've already formed my opinion as soon as I seen the picture and just the illustration of what what took place. But, um, minus mental health, I think. It, I, first of all, if you're going all that way to do whatever it is that's cosmetically more of a a, a look, you know, you're. It goes back to that. You you'll do anything to have a certain look. To to at what extent though? You know what I mean. Um, the fact of the matter is, I you know let's just be honest. Like five, five minutes of fame or whatever it is. Like I don't think it was worth the pain and and you know the humiliation more so that she's gonna go through. And to be quite honest, like it's not even funny yeah. because you almost think like who's gonna take her serious going forward. Like, who would be in her corner and be like, I wouldn't trust your judgment? You know, the fact is that you would do that. And it, it, I guess it's really into that mode. Like, you know, regardless of how long people been in the house and if your hair ain't done or whatever the case may be, 
you 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 see her in the picture. She got the fake lashes on. Facts. She got you can see her eyebrows got done the whole nine. Nah, man. I, I like I said, it's it ain't worth it ain't worth the time. And unfortunately, people gave her the time. She got contacts in too. Probably. Yeah, well, Probably. She she has the contacts. <laughs> It's uh, wild. Well, I'm for... tell, I hope that I hope that uh that uh page that what is it? Uh the GoFundMe page that yeah, she mm-hmm. made enough money that she can invest in a really good lace wig because she's gonna need it. <laughs> um so you got a comment here that says uh this is from Whitney Lene, I think I'm saying that right. She says uh Wait, no. She says, Ebony, you look so pretty. I don't know if you can see the comments, so I just read that and went out to you. Ah, thank you, Whitney. <laughs> yeah, it's, she, I didn't realize she oh, was 40. Ebony, you're awesome. Happy to see you kicking some knowledge. That's from uh, Shanae Turner. Shanae Turner? Oh, hey, Shanae. All right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, so let's I got with that. Um, all right, so if you're just joining us, we're back with our Black Business Series. And tonight we have Miss Ebony Monique from Face to Face by Ebony Monique. So, welcome to the show. Um, so let's start. Uh, my first question is, what is Face to Face by Ebony Monique? Can you hear me? I can. There you go. Now. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So what is what is Face to Face by Ebony Monique? Okay. So Face to Face by Ebony Monique is a place where you can come and get pampered. Where you can just literally zone out. You can chill if you want. I always ask my clients, what type of mood are you in? Do you want to chill? Do you want to relax? Do you just want to hang out and talk while you get your wax? My All my clients have become my friends, or I look at a lot of them as family now. I call them my cousins. It's just a, it's a relaxing place where you can go just to unwind. You know how you guys have your boys' lounges where you go and hang out. It's almost like going to your man's house and you go into the basement and you sit back and you kick it and you talk about sports or women or shoes or whatever. And it's the same Sounds thing like our face podcast. to face. The only thing is <laughs> Gorilla glue. The only thing is, it's Gorilla Glue, because <laughs> that was a topic today also. But it, it's a place where you can come and get groomed. And when you walk out, you feel good and you look good. And and that's what my business is pretty much focused on. Um, I, I grew up not having the um, information that I needed to care for my skin. I didn't know where to go. I couldn't afford it. And no one told me that this is what you needed to do for yourself. So when I got older, I learned how to do it. And 
I want to share it with other people. And I made sure that my fees were affordable so everyone can benefit from it. So it's a good place and I'm so excited about it. I'm excited to talk about it and share it with you guys. And I don't want you to think that it's just for women because men are also welcome here. I'm seeing a whole lot of beards on the screen. You know, we got beard treatments and yeah, men get facials too. So don't think it's just for women. Uh, we have male clients as well as females. I think men should, you know, take care of themselves just like women. So you guys are all welcome to come and treat yourself to a day of relaxation and services. Where did the uh, passion and everything come from? Uh, you know, so when I was younger, like I, I grew up uh, with very little uh, in the projects of DC, and my mom did not introduce me to uh, skincare or makeup or anything like that. And I pretty much learned on my own. So when I got my first job, I would go to CVS and I would look at the magazines in the aisle and I would see celebrities on the cover, flip through the magazine and I would find a picture of a pretty woman. I remember um, Naomi Campbell, uh, Jennifer Lopez, um, on some of the models. I would get the magazine and then I would go down the aisle with the makeup. I would look at the picture and then I would look at the makeup and try to match it up. Mm -hmm. And I would buy what I thought I needed to look like this woman that looked like me on this magazine cover. And then I would go home and try to mimic that photo. It didn't look like that <laughs> in the beginning, but over time I improved the look. And then as time went on, I got better at it for myself and then friends and family would ask me to do makeup for them. And I started, I turned it into a small business. Just doing makeup was the focus at the time. And then when um, I got a little bit older, I expanded the business and it has taken off and services have been adding on. And then I decided to further the, my education and become a licensed esthetician because I didn't want to just do it sideways and say, hey, let me let me do your face. Let me do your skin because there's a lot of businesses out here and they're not licensed. And that's OK if that's how you choose to do it. But I wanted to do it the right way. So I decided to go back to school, further my education, get certain not just the license, but also certification. So, you know, I can offer a wide range of services. So, yeah. Uh, right. Sinead Turner so, says yeah. <laughs> she was by far the best price for Michael Bladen. I got so much more than what I expected at face to face. Uh, let me, I, I'll tell you about her. <laughs> her <laughs> um, house turned out great. I'm gonna tell you, she was, she was one of, she was very intimidating, but she was, she turned out to be a wonderful client. Her brows turned out 
beautifully and we also became she's one of the clients that turned into a friend and then turned into a family member all of my friends all of my clients are like friends and family i love them all i really do it's a real business honestly good people is cocoa butter really the best thing uh after you've burned your face with a curling iron no no that's just like someone telling you to rub a stick of butter on your face you want it to <laughs> get air you so you put gorilla air. glue so on the it. first thing you want to do is run it under cold <laughs> but that's the second thing you do the second thing you do is right. put gorilla glue on it the first thing you want to do is run it under cold water because when you traumatize the skin <laughs> When you traumatize the skin, you want to try to calm it down. So cold water first, and then just let it heal. Or if it's a second degree burn, you should go to the hospital and have it checked out. I'm not a, a physician, so I can't give you any medical advice, but I will say you know, to the cocoa butter. So you talked a little bit about, um, you know, expanding your services. Do you mind talking about like what your common services are? And then I and I have a second part to the question around skincare in general. Like, are there what are like the top three things that everybody, male or female, should be doing in a skincare regimen? Oh, absolutely. So um, I have a a lot of popular services. More so, lighting um, is one of the services that I do the most for eyebrows. That's for women and for men who have thinning eyebrows or want more definition, who don't want to get up every morning and fill their brows in, or you want to get out the pool and you still look the same. You want to roll over and look at your dude and you're like, oh, I still look good. Um, lash extensions, uh, waxing is my most popular. I think I do a, a lot of waxes, not just for women also for men i perform men's games as well there are men that get manscaped um and it comes with the vajacial which is for women it's like a facial for the vaginal area <laughs> and that does help to prevent hair bumps it smooths the skin it evens out the skin tone so don't have the dark complexion from years of shaving before you were introduced to Waxing, uh, also um, underarm waxing is very popular. Uh, now uh, I'm doing body sculpting. I think now is a really good time to get started in that because you have spring coming up. So if you have some excess fat that you want to get rid of, those stubborn areas that won't budge from working out, you can come and get body cavitation and radio frequency to help get that body nice and tight for summertime the little wiggle there i'm trying to tell you get it you got to get right as far as skincare regimen i think everyone all year round should have a skincare regimen it's at the end of the day is always the most important time of the day whether you've been in the house all day or you've been out um, working uh start with a good cleanser um, it depends on your skin, 
of course, you you wouldn't use the same thing as someone that has dry skin versus oily skin. It you could come in for a skin consultation if you want, and I would recommend products that work best for you. And it doesn't necessarily have to be me. I think you can go just about any um, esthetician or even a dermatologist to talk about what works best for you. I'm not really big on going to CVS or Walmart to buy a product over the counter. I think if you want to take care of your skin, it's best to invest in some really good products. Um, so you want to do a double cleanser. You definitely want to have a toner to balance out the pH level of your skin. If you're going to do this routine at night, you should have a night cream. That's when you have skin turn the your skin cells turn over when you're sleeping. Most people don't know that. That's the most critical time. So a night cream would work really well. And I am a really, really, really strict person with all my clients when it comes to sunscreen with SPF 30 or higher. I don't care how dark your skin is, how light your skin is. I stress sunscreen with all of my clients. Most African Americans believe that we don't need sunscreen. It's a myth. It's we all need sunscreen, no matter what complexion you are. So I stress that to every client. Sunscreen, sunscreen. They'll all tell you before they walk out the door. I think I said at least four or five times. Make sure you wear your sunscreen. So is is that moisturize, year round? Moisturize every day, year round. Even on a cloud, it's outside sunscreen because you still have to wear the UV rays, not just on a sunny day. So yeah, all year round, sunscreen every day. Facts. That's why I used to wear my sunglasses uh, all the time, even when it was uh, cloudy outside. But um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, uh, what? What? And you kind of just touched on it, right? Um. As far as new clients or and, and even, you know, we'll, we'll just kind of lump everybody together that, you know, uh, what is the biggest misconception, though, that you hear from new clients or just clients in general about what they shouldn't do, what they should do? Um, like, you know, as far as those guys with beards, you know, depending on your barber might use a razor. Uh, my barber is real. He was into understanding the skin like my skin tone or, you know, just like, you know, the pattern of it to where he realized that he needed to use like a, a, a coolant gel so that wouldn't irritate the skin. And now, you know, everybody's different. So what what's the biggest misconception, though, that you really kind of see as a person walks through your door about their skin in general? I think the biggest misconception is people think that facials are only for those that have acne. They don't think that because I don't get breaks, I don't need a facial. It's not just for people with acne because you still have other skin conditions. You have dry skin, you have rosacea, you have um, alopecia, which is... Um, Usually when you don't have hair, facials can help stimulate hair growth, which a lot of people don't realize that. Also, um, you can have, um, I'm sorry, I just had a little brain cloud. That's from wearing a mask 12 hours a day. But facials are all therapeutic. 
it can it can help you relax it can help blood flow it can help lymphatic drainage they help get rid of toxins in your body so i think people think oh if i don't have acne facials and that's the biggest misconception and i do have a few clients who have beautiful smooth skin they come in just for the experience just to have the relaxation of the facial and to exfoliate their skin to help promote new skin growth. And I've people want to self-care. It's very important that we all care for ourselves. So I promote it. And I do believe that you don't know what's underneath all that hair with that beard. Those beards, you don't know under there. But you come here, I, I'll dig all in there and see what's in there. <laughs> um, after developing do you know your... what's in there? I do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, after developing your beards, you have to do research on beards. I'm not going to bring it up, but if you look into beards, the Google, Google beards. No, no, no! I, I got you. you. Like you I, should I, take you men have men have to take care of their beards. You should come in and get it. Listen, I I put all my dudes up on all, all my boys up on the Scotch Porter, which is a black owned uh, Scotch Porter. Yeah, yeah, out in uh, Jersey. You know what I mean? And they they the, the stuff that you put in your beard also helps the skin. So I understand, you know, you got to know it, you know, it's not just the hair, but it's the, it's the skin underneath it. So I, we with you. That's why we got healthy beards on this podcast right now. Like understand that. Exactly. Like, we, 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 you know, this, this, this is a commercial. For beards right here. <laughs> <laughs> we, we got a, a question from the comments. Uh, after okay, developing your okay. business I'm over the years, know you're taking care of it. Uh, after developing your business over the years, what has been your favorite part? personal care or entrepreneurship in general? You need me to repeat that? Yeah. Okay, it says, after developing your business over the years, what has been your favorite part, personal care or entrepreneurship in general? I would say personal care has been my favorite part. And I say that because I get to educate people. And that's the most rewarding for me. Um, of course, working for yourself is rewarding, but helping people for me has been the most rewarding thing. I, I love to help people. I've been, I, I think it's important that we all help each other and to, it's almost like giving back, honestly. Does that answer uh, the question? I think it does. Um, do you okay. have an age limit for clients? Do you have an age limit? Say that again. Do you have an age limit for your clients? It, it's, um, I'm sorry, this it's freezing up. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Um, do you have an age limit? Okay. No, actually, I don't. I, my youngest client was four years old, and her mom brought her in. I actually posted a, a photo, and her mom brought her in to get a facial. 
and it was the cutest thing ever and she was my youngest client and now of course i wouldn't use the same products on a four-year-old that i would use on an adult or a teenager but it was just some baby products that i used and just to give her the experience and she actually laid there and got her little kitty facial it lasted every bit of 15 minutes and i have some elderly clients that i think i adore more than the kids that come in and have their services done. So no, there's no age requirement. Of course, you're not gonna bring an infant, but no, there's no age limit. I see all ages. There's, it can be men, women, young, old. There's no, um, there's no preference. I accept everyone. Nice. That's adorable. Um. So what do you think is, why do you think men get, you know, feel like it's, it's not manly to come get like beauty services? Why do you think that that stigma is around guys? I don't know. I can't answer that. As a, as a female, I can't answer that. For a, Maybe one of you should answer that. You, but I do have a few male clients, and I love the fact that men are more in tune with their self-care. I think more men should have um, more days where they just take time out to take care of themselves. I do have one male client, and his he takes care of himself. His day is called Monday Self-Care Day, and I think that's a great Thing that he has one day just for him and he's married and this day strictly for him his wife is not allowed to bother him on this day and he can do whatever he wants this day and spend that day however he wants to do it and he choose to come here sometimes or do whatever else he want to do with that day and I think it's important that men care for themselves just as much as women why not? Women women love to feel a smooth face on their guy or rub on your chest and you don't have any hair. Some women don't like hair on the chest. Or when she kiss you on the cheek, your beard is nice and clean and good. And, you know, the manscape area, we're not going to get into all of it, but you get the little manscape right, get that nice and smooth. She may do something special for you. Valentine's Day coming up, you know, you may get some extra stuff going on if you get you that. You want to generate right. business? What you doing out here? <laughs> <laughs> I'm speaking. I'm telling you, I've seen some before and afters, and those afters. I'm telling you, you can get all kind of stuff done with the afters. Everything is like right there, like. <laughs> nice and smooth, nice and smooth. It's it's right there. Like, hey, <laughs> what you gonna do? Chat room is on fire right now. <laughs> That's good marketing if I've ever heard it. Yes. <laughs> right. Hey, uh, hey, look, I'm I'm just trying to help out the people. <laughs> look, that's, the people. Hey, that's that's why exactly. Get it. Look, look, get it smooth. No, it's not, not, it's all clean. All I'm, I'm telling you some good stuff. I've heard some stories that will change your life. I want to change your life. 
How much pain this is involved is, turn it to a and getting to the end? <laughs> We're gonna jump right into that, right? Because it don't do, sound it don't sound like it's like you making this sound real calm 85. and cool. Episode eight five, Ebridge, CB, Superfly, and Kaleo. Episode eighty five at face to face. Man, game session for everybody. On me, free of charge. Ooh. I'm going to change your life. You going to thank me later. You will thank me later. Your girl going to thank me later, too. going to say, it'll probably be more than just us. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, real quick, while everybody's in the chat room, uh, if you could like and subscribe to our page, we're trying to do some things. Uh, and we got a lot of people in here. So if it's your first time visiting, thank you for coming in and uh, chiming into the Black Business Series with Ebony Monique from Face to Face by Ebony Monique. Um, so like and subscribe to the channel. Come back and check us out. We're here every Thursday, 930. Um, so my next question, is, is this your full-time job currently? Is this your full-time job currently? Say say that again. Uh, is this your your full-time job currently? No. So full-time, I am a registered dental hygienist, and part-time, I am a licensed esthetician. However, in the next few months, there may be some changes. I, I, I'll save that for an, an episode 93, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is not a resignation. If um my job is on <laughs> line, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, I I am a full time dental hygienist, so that's full time. But I feel like I'm working two full time jobs, honestly. Because I both are very. Yeah, my question would be with that is how is your work life balance, you know, uh, balancing both of them? I don't know. You tell me. I'm flying <laughs> by the seat of my pain every day. <laughs> Sometimes I, at the end of the day, I'm like, how the hell did I make it through this day? Honestly, I, I dive in my head first. But I look at it, um, you know, it's all for a bigger purpose. Uh, I'm working towards something big. Um, and I enjoy it. It's it's so much fun that I it doesn't feel like I'm working. You know that the thing, if you are doing what you enjoy, it's not considered work. Is that how you say it? I honestly don't feel like I'm working when I'm working face to face. I feel like I'm hanging out with some friends. And uh, mind you, in the meantime, I am snatching hair off their body and they're screaming <laughs> half the time. But it, <laughs> it doesn't feel like I'm working. <laughs> it feels like I'm hanging out with friends. And, and usually when I'm doing a facial, the facials are so relaxing. I'm relaxed at the same time. So I, I enjoy it, honestly. So. I, I just, I manage, I make it happen. And I also try to, I try 
to manage my schedule so I can have time to relax and catch a couple of movies and hang out with my family. And I may cook a dinner once or twice a month. I may dust a table here and there. I don't know. I try to do things <laughs> that normal people do and not just work all the time. But, you know, in order to get to your ultimate goal, you have to put the hustle in also. So I'm happy that I have a supportive family that understand that I am working towards something a little bit bigger than a home-based business. So I'm not you know, I don't get the evil eyes anymore after several chats and talks and helping, you know, my understand what I'm trying to accomplish now that we're all on the same page. It's, it's actually working out now. Yeah, yeah. it's interesting. And I miss my friends. I miss hanging out with them. They, I'm sorry. No, keep going. Now, I was just going to say that I miss hanging out with friends and talking to my friends and family because I'm so busy and you, they, they all understand. They know that I am working on, you know, something bigger and everyone is so supportive. That's the great thing about uh, what I'm doing, I know that my, my family and my friends understand that I can't call or talk. I may return your text message two days later. I, I may just send a heart one day or a smiley face or a kissy face or whatever the case may be when, I, when I'm, I don't know, doing something, sitting at a red light. I think about one of my friends or family members and they know that I'm thinking about them. They know I love them and they know I'm trying to do something big. I'm telling you guys to watch out for me because I'm going to do something big. Something big is coming. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. It's coming. You think you guys are doing something? You think y'all something else? <laughs> else there we go. There you go. It's super, go ahead, Supla. I was gonna say yeah. it's just super interesting that you are a dental hygienist and you work in this kind of self-care uh world as well, because you kind of have a disposition that's perfect for that because a lot of people get nervous about going to the dentist and I'm sure get nervous about getting a you know, a waxing or whatever. And it's like, you got the, you have the right disposition for it. And I'm sure like you see a lot of, you know, synergies or, you know, uh, similarities between each of those, even though they're like in, in different areas, you know? Yeah. You know, it, no, I, I don't know anyone enjoy going to this. I don't know very many people that do. I, I'll i tell you what I tell all of my patients. I put myself in the chair. I, I treat all of my patients as if I'm the patient. When you come into my office, I want to make sure that you're comfortable. I want to make sure that I listen to you and that I understand what your needs are. And you know, Kaleo, you... I, I don't know if I'm even allowed to say that, but you know, um, Best you know ever. I, I know that people have a fear when they, 
Thank you. <laughs> I know that people have a fear when they're coming to get a wax or when they're coming to get microbladed. That's a that razor that's being used. I'm slicing into your skin. I, I want you to be comfortable. And I tell people, if you're not comfortable, don't do it. Or if something's bothering you, tell me. I, I'm, if you need me to stop and we you need a break, tell me. We're going to take a break. I make sure I schedule enough time that we can do that so you don't feel pressured or feel rushed. I've had people come here for services and they weren't sure if they wanted to do it. I say, if you're not 100% certain that you want to do it, don't do it. And when you're ready, we'll do it. I, I think it's only fair. I've given money back when people have made deposits. I've given back because I just don't think it's right to keep your money if you if I have performed a service because I want you to be comfortable with what you're doing. So I, I appreciate that, Superfly. Um, I, I just value what I do, and I want to treat people accordingly and give everyone what I expect when I go into a business, I, I just think it's the right thing. So I appreciate that. And don't make me cry, okay? <laughs> no, not at all. Okay. <laughs> That's me. Yeah, no, nah, we, we need you to come back when you go ahead and make that uh, that big transition that you uh, over here dropping these little subtle hints about, you know what I mean? To go mm -hmm. ahead and, uh, you know, bless us with Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. I would love to. I would love to. I would love to. You guys just say the word and I am here. And no, Roya, microblading does not hurt. A topical anesthetic is used and you don't feel anything. So what's a nightmare story or a bad experience? One of those stories that somebody's come in and they weren't happy with the services. Do you have one of those? Share. You know, I don't want to sound like I'm tooting my own horn or anything like that. I, I haven't had any of those experiences. I'm, I'm not saying I never will, um, but have not. I, I've, I think because I communicate properly with my clients, uh, we are on the same page make sure that i understand what they want and i reiterate what we're doing before they come in and when they get here and we are all on the same page so i i, I haven't experienced that not and i hope hopefully i never experience it but i do i'm sure i'll handle it accordingly Could you give us a little bit of insight into how uh, like quarantine and COVID and how that affected uh, your business and everything last year? I'm sure that was a transition. It was. Okay. So I, I don't know how old you guys are. I have been working since I was 12 years old. I started with Mary and Barry program back in um, jobs. working since the age of 12 and now here I am 45 and it was the first 
in my life, I woke up and had absolutely nothing to do and nowhere to go. And it was the weirdest feeling ever. And for maybe three weeks, I sat in the same spot almost every day. And I have permanent dent in one of my uh, cushions in my family room because I oh, sat no. in the same spot. Are we allowed to use profanity on this show? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I set my fat ass in the same spot <laughs> almost every day. And I ate Oreos, Doritos, things I normally wouldn't eat. And it was so scary because I had no clue how long I would sit in the same spot. And I didn't know when I was going to get another paycheck. I looked at my bank account and there were no deposits. And it was scary as hell because I, I had no clue how long that was going to last. And for over 30 years, I had never experienced that before. It was very scary. And I had no clue what was going to happen. The one thing I will say I was happy is that we were really good first and we had a account and that helped a lot because we food necessities we were not standing in a line with 50 other people trying to get toilet paper we were you know we're always prepared for things that we need and we have what we need and we all we grew up nothing so we were like okay we have cans and we have a pantry full of stuff worst case scenario we're going to make some shit happen in here. We need to because we ate uh, mayonnaise sandwiches. Boy. We ate ketchup with a slice of cheese. That was pizza for us back in the day. We grew up poor, yep. poor, you know what I'm saying? So we were like, we're going to make some shit happen if we need to. So it was scary as hell because I'm used to deposits dropping almost every day. And then it went to nothing. And I mean, three months nothing so yeah i was i was scared i was terrified and um, i wasn't sure what was going to happen and when something was going to happen again but i am grateful that as soon as my doors open i'm gonna tell you they were lined up to come back there was a whole lot of rough situations that came through the doors but i put my girls back in check there they we go. Guys <laughs> <Eyes> were good. <laughs> my faith, my faithful clients, they they stood by me. They didn't cheat on me. They didn't go get razors and or wax kits and try to wax them down. So everybody <laughs> came in with no lashes on. Face nothing. It was it was good. <laughs> once once the doors opened back up. It was it was lovely, but it was very frightening. And I pray to all the gods we never had to go through anything like that again. But I do hope and pray that a lot of people took this as a learning experience and are prepared because there is a possibility 
that we could go through something similar to this again. And a lot of people are not prepared. People don't plan for worst case scenarios or they uh, spend their last dime on something so stupid, pair of, I'm not going to say that, a video game or um, just, just unnecessary stuff. I was going to say tennis shoes. <laughs> that was a great segue. Uh, <laughs> let me just say this. You have to prepare. If this did not teach you that you need to be prepared for what ifs, what if emergencies, then you did not get the memo with this pandemic because, you know, people are, I, we were in Virginia one day and we we went to pick up something i was on something from someone off of facebook marketplace and i met this woman and we were sitting outside waiting for her to come out and this truck pulls up and it just so happened that it was a food truck and you just saw people coming from all different directions with bags to get food and it broke my heart it broke my heart. And this is months after the pandemic. I mean, kids, women, men, and people were not ready. People were not prepared. And I, I never want to go through anything like that again because I used to be in that line with my mother, standing in the line with the powdered milk the, the powder eggs and the peanut butter in the silver can with the little peanut on the pan. Y'all know what I'm talking about. And <laughs> right. I, I, I never want to go through that again. So I, I've always, you know, tried to be responsible. I'm not saying I don't splurge every now and then, but this pandemic definitely taught me that I wasn't doing enough. Because if I was afraid, then I'm not doing enough. You know? Absolutely. Does that make any sense? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. What, um, what specials are you running this month? Are you running any specials? I am. So, body sculpting. Um, yes. There we go. Look at that. Feel it. Uh, body, <laughs> body sculpting. I am running six sessions for Four hundred and fifty dollars, which uh, typically you one session would run you three hundred and fifty dollars. So you're getting a huge discount, a huge deal. So I would encourage everyone to take advantage of that. Keep in mind that February is a short month, so you do have up until February twenty eighth, eleven fifty nine p.m. to make your payment so you can take advantage of that cool cool deal because it will not come back around i can promise you it will not so and that's the special for february but there will be other specials but that's for that's for february for sure now where how can we book a session where can we find you at Instagram, Instagram and uh, personal phone number, but Instagram is how I get most of my bookings. And that's at face to face, face underscore by Ebony and face and you spell to T-O face underscore by Ebony. 
and you can just send me a message as they say go down in the dm yep it goes down in the dm <laughs> just send me a message and tell me which service you are interested in and i will return your message within 24 hours and let you know what i can do for you to change your life oh you could also visit my website and if you want to see what services I offer, it's face-to-face by ebony.com. You can go onto my website if you want to take a look at the services, if you're interested in the fees. Um, Whenever I'm running a special, it's always posted on my Instagram page. If there's something that you don't see on uh, my website and you have questions, of course, you could always send me a message and I'll give you a call or you leave your phone number and, you know, try to answer any questions you may have. Sometimes, you know, you may have a question that it's not, and the answer isn't included on the site. So send me a message. I'll get back to you. I'm approachable. Uh, do you help uh, remove stretch marks? Say that again. Uh, Do you help remove stretch marks? I do not help remove stretch marks, unfortunately. However, stay tuned. There may be something we can add to the list of to do. I'll add that to my list. There we go. Uh, Can you pay for a monthly deal or schedule outside of that month? It says, uh, can you pay for a monthly deal? Yes, absolutely. 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 Just send me a message and I'll be more than happy to work something out. Great. Uh, Fellas, you got anything before we transition? I've been learned up. Learned up. So this is the first of a couple of conversations we'll have with Ebony Monique, because uh, there will be a follow-up, I guess, down the line, like she said, um, we've already talked about it. Uh, but we want to thank everybody for chiming in. We're not going anywhere yet, but we want to pay Ebony her, her properties for coming on and, and celebrating Black Business Series with us. Thank you very much. Um, and this is the point where we ask all of our guests, we give them some homework. And uh, I think you're aware of the homework. We ask everybody there, top three. Top three movies of all time, top three albums of all time, and your pet peeve. So we can start with the movies. Okay. I have so many movies that I love, but my top three goes way, way back. Number one is The Color Purple. That's number one. Mm Uh, Gladiator. Love Gladiator. That's one of my all-time favorites. I will watch that movie a thousand times. I'm flipping through the uh, guide and I come across that, nothing else matters. And most recent favorite movie is A Star is Born. Love that. Love that movie. Nice. That was an amazing movie. Um, albums. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So as far as albums, The Preacher's Wife, 
I love that. I'm not um, a big churchgoer, but I love spiritual uh, songs that are on the Preacher's Wife soundtrack. Love that. Anything Beyonce, sorry. I'm a huge Beyonce fan, so we're going to combine all of her albums together. Okay. If you know okay. me, you know I'm a Beyonce fan. <laughs> so the title was perfect. I didn't, I, the title for, the, for the, the episode was perfect, Mood Forever. Yes, yes. <laughs> we can put all Beyonce music together, and that is definitely um, on the list. And I am... What what else would I add to that? Um, the classic, uh, the meditation, uh, Lauren Hill, for sure. Oh, miseducation. Yeah, yeah. Can never go wrong with Lauren Hill. Thanks. Uh, pet peeve. No, nope, nope. Poor customer service. That's my biggest Preach. pet peeve. I hate it. I. I, I have, um, I'm big on writing reviews. If you give me bad customer service, I'm going to give you a bad review. You give me good customer service, I'm going to give you an excellent review. I have given $50 tips in IHOP for excellent customer service. Nice. Bad customer service. Nice. Okay. Okay. So, Ebony, let me let me bring you up to speed. This right here is where the show kind of goes a little downhill from here, right? What's so funny? <laughs> the show's going to go downhill from here. This is E. Rich's segment. This is uh, Is It Just E? So E is going to give you an unpopular opinion or what's going currently in his mind right now, and we're going to judge him for it. All right, E, so uh, what we got this week? Um, so I wouldn't necessarily say downhill. All right. This is, uh, this is where we, of course, our fans interact and, you know, I'm glad they still on here and ladies definitely chime in to this one. Um, so it's, it, it's, it's, uh, it's more of a, which one or versus, right? Uh, like you said, I was in my mind, I'm an eighties baby, you know, uh, from Cali. So, you know, I'm I'm stuck in the R&B '90s game, real real strong. Um, and I thought about this, right? Because I feel like certain people wouldn't put it together. <laughs> but if you had to pick out of the two, right? Jodeci versus Boys to Men, only in the '90s, because everybody knows what happened to Jodeci after Dalvin started uh stopped writing their music. Uh, what? Who wins? Who had the who had the better run in the nineties? I feel like this is a tough question. Real talk. Damn man. Nine <laughs> <laughs> um, people in the run. comments chime in as well. Uh, yeah, chime in in the comments. Nineties um, run. Can't go hit for hit. Because oh no, that's kind of tough. It depends. See, it's it you got the you, you know you're with. What kind of person are you? Exactly. With? See, but that that so you know she because she's on the right you, page, right? Because if you with someone that's ratchet and ghetto, we are gonna go with Joe. 
<laughs> but well, if that, you that, got somebody sexy, you're going to go with boys to men because they talked about real stuff. So I don't know. That's, that's the thing, that's right? Tough. You either going with the you either going with the you know the clean cut you know uh, sweater vest or you going with the jealousy boots. You know what I'm saying? And the wife beater. So you know it just is what you feeling. <laughs> All right. So look, I'm going jealousy because there's not for me personally. There's not a lot of boys. Boys and men got records and they huge records, but jealousy just got something that make you think you can sing too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Point for Jodeci. Right? <laughs> you gonna jump into the boys of men and get right there with KC? You know what I'm saying? And, and fit right in the pocket. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but you know, with boys of men, you talk out if you do. Uh, what's his name with the deep voice? You can just talk out those lyrics oh, Mike, right there. Mike, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You can just talk his out. So I mean, come on. You he didn't it's have a, to sing anything. This is tough. So this is tough. Voice Men got more number one hits. Obviously, I mean they they're probably the all time most selling male group of all time. Still, um, shout out to Babyface because well, and Michael Bivens because he had something to do with that. Uh, if I'm going to a party, Jodeci gets the party right. And like, if you put on "Forever My Lady," mm-hmm. like, are you going not yeah. sing along with that? <laughs> right, exactly. Well, then hell, I mean, the Wu Tang remix, the Wu Tang remix to um, "Freaking You" is is ridiculous. Listen, you know, as soon as as soon as you hear the beat drop to "Stay," everybody's singing the shit out of that song. <laughs> right. <laughs> what you got, CB? I think I think Jodeci, man, Jodeci. It's so so. I was born in '87. So when we're talking about what was going on in the '90s for some of the peak, I was still a little young, but I'll say that I remember Boys to Men more when I was a kid. I became more familiar with Jodeci as I got a little bit older and, you know, I was in try, I was trying to invite, you know, some young ladies over and stuff like that. It was a little, yeah. I, I, I grew in, I grew into Jodeci, I guess. Whereas I was just because of how big boys to men were on just that scale. I was more familiar with them earlier on in, in, in the game. You can listen to boys to men with your grandmother. You can't listen to Jodeci with your grandma. Right. Exactly. Both of would not appreciate that at all. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's why okay. I say it depend on the it depend on who you're with. Then mm-hmm. that determines right. which one you pick. If you ratchet and down and dirty it's Jodeci all day, because you know Absolutely. when KC take that shirt off. So, 
this is the part where we talk about shoes. Ebony, I warned you was coming. Um, so for those who are new, it's still like 19, 20 people watching. Uh, we're also avid sneakerheads, and the shoes get its own part of the show. Um, and just in case, you know, you didn't you did it the first time. All right, I'm not going to do that anymore. All right, so this is the part where uh, we spotlight a shoe. CB, we got the copper drop for this week. Yep. Uh, so we we brought this up in the chat, I want to say, when we first saw some images. Um, but this is the Nike Cosmic Unity. And um, these are dropping later this month on the 26th for 150 bucks. And the thing about these is that they're part of Nike's initiative to go more green, um, use more recycled materials. And um, so what's cool about these is that uh, it's at least 20 or 25% by weight recycled materials. So um, it, it's pretty dope from that standpoint. And this is supposed to be, you know, a performance basketball shoe. So, you know, they're taking the sustainability um, and bringing it over. Uh, the it, For any of us that were looking at the, um, the space hippies that they dropped in 2020, it's kind of like a next step in that line of things. So, um, I think these are pretty dope. I want to say when we first talked about them, I, I said that they reminded me a lot of the questions just with how the, the midsole looks. Um, I'm very interested in the concept. Uh, definitely a trash shoe. That's that's exactly. part of their marketing for sure. Um, so it's, it's not a must cop for me, but I will say that some of the other colorways that I've seen look really cool. So I might not be copying this uh, green glow colorway specifically. Um, but I'm definitely interested in adding, you know, a piece of these to the, to the collection at some point. All right. Yeah. This colorway is, a, this colorway is a drop. Uh, cause when I was pulling up these images, I saw the other ones uh, and they're a little bit more, uh, out there compared to these. So these ones are a drop. Yeah. I'm, I'm copying the, the space hippie colorway. Yeah. I think that's crazy. the dopest looking one personally. Yeah, these are a drop. Just okay. in general, <laughs> just the silhouette of the shoe, or just the colorway. You mean? I, I'm 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 still not sold on the on the silhouette. <clears throat> um, I get it. They're just to be honest, they're they're not a uh, they're not a shoe that I would initially just say I'm gonna go cop. I understand the 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 resources behind it, so it would be one of those. I might be late to the party, but I, I might join the party at some point in time. All right, Ebony, if you had opportunity to wear these shoes, would you would you cop them or would you drop them? I would drop them so hard <laughs> that they would just shatter. It's going to be a hard no for me. Okay. They're ugly. Boom. And if Ooh. someone walked up to me with those shoes on, I would be bothered by them. <laughs> <It's a no. laughs> okay. 
so now um, this is where we're going to spotlight the shoes that's in our collection. We, we, every week we pull out a shoe, we talk about it. Um, so you're the guest. Uh, did you did you bring a shoe this week? Did you bring a shoe? I did. So I okay, know good. you guys are in sneakers and everything. I'm a girly girl, but I know that you're sneaker heads and all. So I have my favorite sneaker that I bought for my birthday last year. And I like blingy stuff. Okay. So this is my blingy sneaker. Hey. Nice. Flexing. I Look see. At Flex. Okay. Pretty. Pretty, yeah. right? Nice. We're see you walking down the street. <laughs> exactly. That's dope. That's dope. Nice. Yeah, and, and I go get by a car because they have reflectors <laughs> on them also. <laughs> you should never be in danger in the dark. Right. Yeah, right. Right, right. <laughs> Those are cute. That's my, that's my favorite sneaker. But I wear, before pa the pandemic, I wore mainly heels and sandals and flip-flops and stuff like that. I don't really wear too many sneakers. Nice. We've, we've had some of the ladies drop the uh, drop the yep, heels on us. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, super fly. You oh, really? Play? Well, I, I I mean, sneakerhead, you bring sneakers. <laughs> right, well, you know, super fly. You come to play? Not not tonight. Not tonight. Okay. So we gonna go with the. Uh, actually, let me just say this: after all the L's that we've been taking on uh, <laughs> sneaker app. Exactly. Uh, you know you have to go to your old faithful, right? The trusted that you know is never gonna, never gonna let you down. Uh, classic, just Nike box. Um, CB will have the understanding of where I went with this, but again, you take so many L's, you just gotta go with what's what you know and what what's always close to home. And, Let's go. You know another Air Max in. one. It's the uh, the royal blue with the gray and white. Just, just fresh. I didn't even, I haven't done anything to them. Like, I, I just had to sit there and just kind of look at them and be like, it was great to get something in the mail, even though everything else that I was trying was an L. This is, this is a good kind of pick me up. You definitely cannot go wrong with a pair of Air Max ones. Nah. <laughs> All right. Ugh. All right now. All right. Got a remaster no, box. No, nothing crazy, nothing crazy, but um, this is my first pair of these specifically. These are some AJ1 lows in the black and red. So one of those things where, like E was saying, we take so many L's trying to get like the super hyped up stuff. Sometimes Soul Links just hits you with a, hey, there's a restock and these are 90 bucks. And so for me, um, I've been looking to, you know, add a pair of the lows into the rotation. And, you know, you can't go wrong with a pair of Jordans that are black and red. So, yeah, I, I saw those hit in the in the Soul Links. Um, I don't, Pops, I don't, I don't have your shoe queued up. Um, I'll have it queued up next week. Uh, still in the chat with me and CB, but we'll, we'll spotlight that one. Uh, Next week, um, talk about a highlight. Yeah, so I'm I'm, I'm hooked on these. The, the LeBron watches back, right? So figured I start okay. spotlighting some of LeBrons in my in my in my collection. 
So we got the the mangoes. Whoo! Um, OGs. Obviously, they never retro these, but yeah, it's actually mm-hmm. my favorite silhouette. The nine. The nine, yeah. Um, so three. Um, he released these. It was a triple pack that same day. Uh, it was the the Griffies. It was the mangoes, and then it was like um like a black and gray vault color. And that was the most sought after was the mango. So it made it easier getting other ones. And I had to get the, the mangoes a little later down the line. But yeah, that's a comfortable shoe all around, but still one of the most hmm, popular of the LeBrons that got released. Hey, shout out to the Griffey name for that, for that redrop of them Griffey's. Uh, exactly. That's next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Um, so again, we want to, we want to thank all of you for watching tonight. Uh, and Miss Ebony Monique from Face to Face by Ebony Monique for joining us tonight for our Black Business Series. Um, Thank you so had, much. Got a lot of great things going on. Um, where can we find you again? Let's plug all your stuff one more time. You can find me at Face to Face underscore by Ebony. That's on Instagram. Or you can look me up on my website at www.facetofacebyebony.com. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, hit the like button, y'all. Yeah, thank you, Roya. Uh, everybody that's in the, in, the, in the comments, again, if you haven't uh, liked, subscribe, or hit the like button to the show, we appreciate it dearly. If you don't want to do it for us, do it for Ebony Monique because she'll be back for sure. Um, yes, absolutely. Yeah. So that's, uh, uh, you can find us at, you know what, if you want to find us, if you don't like the visuals, we're also on audio, uh, <laughs> YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud, uh, iTunes, Google play and Spotify. Uh, and it's all updated. I, I stayed up late last night and I got everything updated with all the most recent shows. Um, yeah, let's let's get the last couple comments. Um, great show, guys! Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> uh, but that's it. So we will see y'all again next week. Uh, Ebony, I stay in the room. How I was left out of that comment. <laughs> she did, I think she. It was earlier. About the fellas. Uh, about the fellas, what about the one lady? <laughs> Facts. Um, you just scared of you, Ebony. That's all. Right. <laughs> Say that but, uh, again. Yeah. I said he's just scared of you. That's all. It's a little fear. But yeah, we thank everybody for watching. Uh, we are something else. Ebony, stay in the room. Uh, we'll chat with you offline real quick. But thank you, everybody, for watching, y'all. Peace. Peace.